what are your qualifications? Ah, well, uh, I attended Juilliard. I'm a graduate of the Harvard Business School. I travel quite extensively. I've lived through the Black Plague and had a pretty good time doing that. I've seen The Exorcist about 167 times and it keeps getting funnier every single time I see it. Not to mention the fact that you're talking to a dead guy. Now, what do you think? You think I'm qualified? Welcome to the Fluent Nerd, a not-so-serious discussion on all things dirty. I'm Beetlejuice. I'm Neil. This is a show where we discuss our favorite, our oh, love-hate relationship with the most famous and infamous franchises, movies, shows, and games of the nerd world. This week we're talking about Beetlejuice. We can't say it a third time. <laughs> I will say it a third time. <laughs> I, dude, this, I know this is a classic I know it's Tim Burton, and I already hate most Tim Burton movies. What? I was just bored. God, you're so hard to please. You throw in some shitty B movie, then you're into it. But you throw in a movie that's grossed millions, and you're like, oh, I don't know, I don't like it. I just didn't find it fun. Well, you have no sense of fun. It's fun. Your inner child was murdered brutally, or something. I don't know what's matter with you. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, tell us about this movie. It starts with a couple who lives in uh, Connecticut. I think it's Connecticut, yeah. Uh, They're cute and adorable, and they're very 80s. Very much in love. And they promptly drown to death. (laughs) Well, actually, the dog ends up killing them. Yeah, they drown to death. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, In a very Tim Burton-esque way. Yep. So then they wander home, and they don't know they're dead, and they find out they're dead, and they receive the handbook, the guide of the recently deceased. Never explained how it gets there. Yeah, they did. They said, who made it? And they opened it up, and it was the guide to the recently deceased press. Oh. <laughs> it was a joke <laughs> and a joke. <laughs> Damn it. Made it worse. Um, so they're navigating the ins and outs of becoming ghosts. Now, in this universe, um, basically... Maybe ours, too. Um, they get their house sold out from under them because they're dead. Um, and apparently, no family comes to manage their estate or anything. Somebody just sells their house when she dies. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, God, did that real estate agent like do illegal stuff maybe? Maybe. To get the cut? I don't know. I don't know. She kept. Re- she really wanted them to sell it. Yeah. So this annoying couple from New York and their little goth daughter move into the house. Uh, <laughs> she's, she's awesome, though, man. He's a sculptor. He is uh, some sort of businessman. And He's just a New York goth. businessman. Yeah, yes, just always trying to make a businessman. So... Um, they find out that most of them cannot see the ghosts. They um, won't see the ghosts. Yeah. Lydia ends up being able to see the ghosts. Because so she reads their diary. They become friends, and that makes Lydia oddly attracted to the idea of dying, and she's already a goth, so uh, let's take a step back here. <laughs> let's uh, let's rewind that up. tape yeah. a little bit. <laughs> so um, then, of course, when the parents finally find out about the ghosts and find out they're real, they want to commercialize it. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a very Tim Burton... Reaction. Capitalist 
very very modern postmodern capitalism. Yeah. Oh, ghosts are real. That doesn't change my it's, ideas at all. Let's yeah. just make money off of it. And their best friend, well, her, the mom's best friend, Otho, who is their uh, designer, interior, interior decorator. Designer, yes. Who is also a chemist and also plays with the and paranormal. also the occult. Yes. He's a very well-rounded guy, actually. Literally and figuratively. Wow. He's fat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they try to commercialize on it, and then you find out that in the paranormal ghost world, there are also exorcists that get bio people out of your house. The living. Yeah, the bio exorcism. Yes. So you got to wonder if there's a really good haunted house that's vacant, then Beetlejuice has come through and done his thing and gotten rid of the Or family. somebody similar, yeah. yeah. Uh, you find out that he is... Um, he was trained initially to help with the bureaucratic process of processing the dead into their role as ghosts. Do we learn that? Yeah. Oh. He was the assistant to Judy or whatever her name is. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And she fired him because he was Because he's asshole. a dick. <laughs> he's also a massive pervert. Yes. Um, and he's kind of hilarious. Uh, he's very timid. I will say, Michael Keaton really fucking nails this movie. Yes. Uh, so we In follow the ways. process of them deciding to use Beetlejuice and then saying, never mind, we'll do it on our own. But they're so bad at it that they actually endear themselves to the family and make them want to open a amusement park <laughs> at the house now. So Welcome to Ghostly Park. Eventually, Lydia accidentally hires Beetlejuice back. He uh, pretty much kills a couple people in the house. Yeah, it's not very well explained. Yeah, he may or may not have killed them. I'm... I think he does kill them. Also, a dark theory on this that we could get into now um, is that maybe Beetlejuice killed everyone in the house and they're all ghosts hanging out now. So the end of Krampus? You never (laughs) see a scene outside of the house after Beetlejuice pops up. All right. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. But uh, Lydia comes home from school. Yeah, but she was at the school. We don't know. We saw her run out of the school. I don't remember that. I just remember coming in the front door. No, but she I, I, I noticed it. She got on her bike and rode home. Mm. Uh, well, there goes that theory. So, anyhow, but, uh, yeah. yeah. So they find out how to live in harmony at the end. Well, Beetlejuice has been sent back to the nether regions of wherever he came from. To and, somebody's nether regions. Yes. And so uh, Lydia gets uh, creepy aunt and uncle ghosts. And the parents but she gets didn't... she gets way less goth. Yeah, the parents who didn't really care about their child to begin with get a break. Yeah. Dad gets to relax. <laughs> She gets to do her sculpting. God, everyone gets what they want. They didn't want to be parents. Beetlejuice did not get a child bride. That's true. Beetlejuice everyone is the bad guy. Wanted. He didn't get what he wanted. But I'm saying the, the, couple want, the couple got a daughter, even though they're dead now. Jim. Uh, and what? Jim. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the, the wife is able to sculpt to her heart's content. Yes. And she now has inspiration from Beetlejuice. And dad just wants a little and goddamn peace and quiet. And goddamn peace and quiet. Shut the goddamn door. I'm not heating this whole fucking neighborhood. <laughs> That's your plot. We'll be back in a minute. <laughs> All right. Adam. Adam? No. Alec Baldwin plays Adam. <laughs> uh, he's best known for The Departed. Departed. Uh, he's in Rock of Ages where he makes out with that dude. We built that city. I love that movie. Is that Russell Brand he makes out with? Yeah, he makes yeah, out with yeah, Russell yeah. Brand. Uh, he's Dennis in SpongeBob. Oh, my fuck. Yeah. I don't that's know amazing. How, I watched it the other day, and I was like, that's Alec Baldwin. I haven't seen SpongeBob since I was like, I watched it like a week ago. Uh, He's in The Fairly Odd Parents, Johnny Bravo, Cat in the Hat, The Edge with Anthony Hopkins. Oh, yeah. When he bangs Anthony Hopkins' wife. Yep. And gets fucked up by a bear. Yep. 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 That is a good movie. It's a great movie. 
And he was Jack Ryan in the Hunt for Red October. Which Jack Ryan's oh, been played yeah. by like 20 people at this point. Yeah, right? Yeah. I think the most recent one is John Krasinski. Yeah, from The Office. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Gina Davis plays Barbara. Uh, she was in The Fly, where she got to bang oh. arguably the best looking man in the world. <laughs> Fly Goldblum. Yeah, sexy Goldblum. Sexy Goldblum. Uh, Thelma and Louise. Uh, she's apparently in this Glow show on Netflix, The Gorgeous oh, Ladies yeah. of Wrestling. I haven't seen it yet. It's on my watch list. She's Stuart Little's mom. So she wow. fucked a mouse at some point. No. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, she's she, in Cutthroat Island. She practiced gerbiling? Gross. Uh, <laughs> she was in uh, Cutthroat Island, which was a terrible 90s pirate movie that we might actually have to cover. Uh, Earth Girls Are Easy. Um, I'm I'm on board. You ever heard of that one? No. Yeah, these... Uh, Wait, you may have brought it up to me on the air before. It's been a long time since I've seen it, but I think the premise is that these aliens land and they're trying to, like, mix... DNA, ah, you know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, it's it's bad. Uh, and she was a Knight Rider back in the day. Ooh. Michael Keaton plays Beetlejuice. Uh, he was in, he is the bat. He's one of the... The bat. The bats. He didn't have nipples on his shit. No, he did not. No, that was uh, Clooney. But he did murder the fuck out of criminals. Yeah, he was, he was a... Straight gritty. up killer. Well, he's Tim Burton. Tim Burton, he <laughs> lets you kill people. Uh, he's in the new RoboCop movie. He's the captain from the other guys. Oh yeah. Uh, he was in Toy Story, King of the Hill. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jeffrey Jones, we've talked about enough on the show. He's the dad. Uh, he's a child molester, so I'm not going to give him any more time. Yeah. Uh, Winona Ryder plays Lydia Dietz. Um, she's the, between, uh, it's between her and Wednesday Adams for the most gothy teenage girl in a 90s I think Wednesday Adams beats it because isn't she technically dead? No. I thought the Adams family were corpses. No. No? No. Oh. They may be some sort of undead, but they're not dead. I guess that's what I meant. Yeah, they may be, but it's never really explained. But I guess that would we make cover those I think that, I guess that would I make love her movies. the most goth because she's still alive. <laughs> yeah, she I mean she tried to kill herself. She, she thought about it. She thought about killing herself. She thought the only thing it. that saved her was a dead person. Which is kind of metal. It's very emo. I don't know. I don't know if it's metal. It's very goth. Anyway, uh she was in Heathers. You ever seen that? Mm mm. Uh, it's been a minute too. That's an '80s movie where this group of girls—I think they're all named Heather—in high school they like form a like a murder cult. So it's Mean Girls plus murder, something like that. Uh, she was in Edward Scissorhands, Stranger oh, yeah. Things, which like does it, I have so many gripes with Stranger Things, but one of them yeah. is that it brings all these '80s actors out, mm-hmm. and then this whole generation of people and are going to know—they're going to know, yeah, they're going to know Winona Ryder from Stranger Things, and they're. Yeah, the guy from Stranger Things. No, that's fucking Sam, you piece of shit. Yeah. That's Sam Wise. He did not hike up to Mordor <laughs> and throw... I can't carry the plot for you, Mr. Frodo. <laughs> yes. I mean, my God, show him some respect. He's a hairy toad hero. <laughs> she was and he in... gets the girl at the end. Frankenweenie. She was in Black Swan, apparently. Oh, wow. Briefly. Which I like that movie for different reasons. <laughs> uh, she's Amanda Grayson in the new tar- Star Trek, new Trek movies. Oh, Sarek's wife. Oh yes. What's her name's mom? Spock's mom. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh which, God! And she was gorgeous in that movie. Uh-huh. Oh, Winona Ryder's a good-looking woman. <sighs> she uh, she went through her 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 phases. Uh, yeah. She got like caught like shoplifting or something at one point. <laughs> pretty much ruined her career until Stranger Things. Um, 
She's in Mr. Deeds, which I love. The oh Mr. yeah, Deeds is a remake, by the way. I think the original was in the fifties. Oh wow, I didn't know. Uh, that. She was in Zoolander, and of course Bram Stoker's Dracula, which we've covered. We didn't cover that. Yes, we did. No, we covered Dracula the show. We covered both. I think. Nope. Oh well, we should because I love that version. Okay, that's the Keanu version. Yeah, I know we haven't done it yet. Well, well, there you go. Um, Glenn Shaddix plays Otho. Uh, he's the mayor in Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh wow, that makes so much sense. Uh-huh. Tim Burton keeps his actors. That he, makes he a lot of sense. Uh, he was also in Heather's. He was Senator Nato in Planet of the Apes. Oh my god! <laughs> yep. He was in Teen Titans. Uh, his best role probably Dunstan checks in. <laughs> Do you remember that movie? No. It's a gorilla that like lives in a hotel, and I think he's like the ho- cranky hotel manager. And there's this little kid who's best friends with the gorilla. Okay. Or not a gorilla, uh, orangutan. It's a terrible old Disney movie. Well, he plays an orangutan in the uh, Planet of the Apes movie too. So well, there you go. And he was in Ah Real Monsters. I think everyone was in that show. That's why I've stopped saying X Files and Twilight Zone. Because yeah, everyone was in those. Two. <laughs> and Family Guy, and yeah, I yeah. stopped saying those. Yeah. Catherine O'Hara plays Delia Dietz. Uh, she was in the Addams Family as well. She was in Frank and Weenie. Oh. Most of the people in this movie were in Frank and Weenie as well. Ah. Um, Pippi Longstocking. Was that before your time? That was yeah. very, very late, very late 80s, very early 90s. Yeah, that was And it went time. away very quickly. But I remember it as a kid vividly. Mm-mm. And I think, I got to fact check this, but I think the girl who played Pippi got into porn afterwards. I'm 95% sure I've read that and looked it up. I can't tell if that's something that would that makes sense actually, or if it's just something that your imagination really hopes is true. When we cut, both of those when, can be true. When we cut before we go to fan theories, we'll yeah. look it up because I'm pretty sure that's a fact. Um, she was in The Outer Limits, Home Alone. She's the mom from Home Alone. Kevin, and she plays Sally in Nightmare Before Christmas. <coughs> oh wow! Yeah, I never put that one together. No, me neither. Yeah. All right, so this is Michael Keaton's favorite film he's ever been in, which. God, he's so good. I mean, he gets to grab tits and vaginas. Yeah, he's very good in this movie. He is fantastic in the movie. I'm not going to say that. He ad-libbed 90% of his own lines in this movie. He's the only one that can make that work. Yeah. All right, so the studio originally wanted to call the movie House Ghosts. So as a joke, Tim Burton suggested back, scared sheetless. (laughs) And the studio actually thought about it. He's like, shit, I was kidding. Stop. No, 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 no. no. That sounds like some fucking corporate shit something would put together. All right, Michael Keaton, despite being the title character, is only in 14 and a half minutes of the movie. Yeah, I kind of noticed that as as we were watching. Again, I'd seen this once when I was like nine years old, maybe, and I haven't seen it since. This movie was the first DVD ever sent out by Netflix in 1998. Oh, damn. Yeah. Back when they still did DVD delivery. Mm -hmm. Do they still do that? I think you can sign up for a plan that does it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Tim Burton didn't want to do the Deo sequence because he didn't think it was going to be very funny and he turned out to be completely wrong because that's most people's favorite part the of the movie. The Deo sequence. When they're at the the dinner table and they get possessed. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a scene where most people, including you, I think, like that scene probably more than any other one. Yeah. Yeah, it's, that was, uh, it was it's a great one. It was a nice change of pace, I think. Yeah. All right, so when Glenn Shaddix Otho died in uh, September 2010, the last song they did at his memorial service was that Deo song. Oh, wow. That's kind of cool. Yeah, if you had fun yeah. doing it, then hey, go for it. All right, so when Adam and Barbara are in the office, there's a voice over the PA system that says, Flight 409 arriving at Gate 3. <laughs> United Airlines Flight 409 crashed oh, into a mountain no. 
in Wyoming in October of 1955, killing everyone oh, aboard. Oh, no. At the time, it was the worst plane crash in history. Um, it's, oh, no. It's one of three that tied at the time for 66 casualties. To this day, no one knows why it crashed. Why would you do that, Tim Burton? And I pointed out to you because in that scene, everything in the underworld scene is a joke to it's something. It's so many little jokes. Oh yeah, it's no, so that, fucking. I, good. I, I'm gonna give the movie credit where credit it's is clever. due. Yeah, it is very clever. All right, so the box office success started up plans for a sequel. Beetlejuice goes Hawaiian. Oh my god, that was a very '90s thing to do, wasn't the it? Script was commissioned, and Michael Keaton and Winota both signed up, but Tim Burton lost interest and went on to direct Batman and Batman Returns instead. Solid move, Tim Burton. Yeah, uh, yeah, kept Michael Keaton along too. But they're remaking it now, or not remaking it? They're doing a sequel now to Beetlejuice. Yeah, that's why we're covering it because they're gonna make a sequel. Oh, soon. I think like 2021 or something. Well, I would have been a little bit more excited to go into this if I'd known that, but I guess I'm really happy I didn't know that because I got to judge it on its own merits. Yeah. And right. there are a few of them. So in the waiting room scene at the very end of the movie, the bottom half of the magician's assistant that Beetlejuice feels up was Tim Burton's girlfriend at the time. <laughs> was the top half too or just the bottom I half? I think just the bottom half. <laughs> Which is just That's a all weird, you're good for, sweetheart. a weird way to say things. That's all you're good for. All right, so at the dinner party, Otho states that people who commit suicide end up as civil servants, <laughs> which we find out is true in the movie. Yeah. Um, so the civil servant ghosts that Adam and Barbara meet are people who've killed themselves. So the receptionist says she killed herself. There's a guy who hanged himself. There's a crushed messenger who's implied to have done it to himself. I think that was like a vending machine thing. Yeah, but he did it to himself on purpose because he's suicide. Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Juno well, I guess looks, how do you find how do you define suicide? Just killing yourself or purposely I, I killing yourself, right? So Juno looks normal, but there's actually, if you look really close, there's scars on her neck that imply she slit her throat. Oh. And Beetlejuice was allegedly a guy who tried to hang himself, but he was just incompetent, and that's why he's all gross looking, because he's like <laughs> fucked it up and rotted, I guess. I don't really Damn. know. Yeah. Which is apparently is why he's into Lydia, because she wants to kill herself. Oh, uh, that makes sense. Not that he's a child molester, because he's completely a child molester. He wants a child bride. <laughs> yep. Just saying. Yep. It's fucking weird. I mean, wait, how many states have an age of consent at like 15 or 16? Mm, yeah, it's true. It's still weird. All right, so the snake scene that was filmed um, was actually done before Michael Keaton was cast as Beetlejuice, and it didn't have any resemblance to him, so they had to go back and stop motion Michael Keaton's Beetlejuice face on oh, the snake. Oh, wow. Yeah. As I say, and, no, it definitely looked a little like him. Yeah. <laughs> well, at first it was just going to be a random snake, and they didn't want people to think it was just a random snake. They wanted uh, to know it was that Beetlejuice. makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So he, uh, the scene where he flashes his horrible and terrible face at Adam and Barbara, and you don't see it, you just see <laughs> yeah, like the, yeah, 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 the, the little the tentacles or whatever. Things. Yeah. Um, originally, they had an elaborate makeup scene. They were going to show the audience that too, but it's it worked, better that they don't. It worked so well in that scene where they just freak out. They're like, "Nope, you know what? We'll leave it." Yeah, I, I, I thought I actually consciously thought I was like, "Hey, I'm actually really glad we didn't see that." That's yeah. back when movies didn't have to show you everything. All right, so along with Spaceballs in 87, Big in 88, and Caddyshack 2 in 88, this is one of four movies in that era that got a PG rating by using, well, still using the fuck word, the F word. Oh, wow, yeah, they did say, yeah. Yeah. It's still PG? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. It's dark. 80s kids can handle more shit than today. Yeah. Than today, kids. Yeah. Back then, you could have seen bodies anywhere. Back then, you got, yeah, yeah. Drugs and gunfights in the street and cow manure. 
because that's, oh, like, that's one of these things is not like the other. <laughs> uh, all right, so when Barbara holds up Adam's severed head, Alec Baldwin is just kneeling behind a black piece of cardboard that covers <laughs> up to his chin. <laughs> it worked. Well, okay, I didn't put it in the notes, but they wanted to keep the special effects budget low because yeah. they wanted it to look like an old B-movie, horror movie. It does. But like with a good cast and good production, but they wanted the special effects to look campy. It's success. It's it's you don't like campy. No, I've you said really that many don't. times. I know. Um, so in the scene where Adam and Barbara go into Juno's office, and you see her talking to the football team, if you look behind her, there's a movie theater of ghosts through a window. I didn't see it either, but apparently they made it. They kind of like zoomed in on the cuts that went to the movie theater, so you could see them back there, and it looks huh. like a reflection of people in the theater watching. So if you look back there, oh. it's like they're watching a movie about us watching. Yeah, it's supposed to be real trippy. In, oh, that's in the meta. Theater. And in there, you see uh, a red skeleton and green skeleton that look like Mars Attacks victims. Yeah. Like, he recycled some of this. There's a woman with red hair, and there's two guys in suits with Ray-Ban glasses, the Blues Brothers guy. <laughs> yeah. There you go. That's your uh, fun facts and trivia. All right. We'll come back in a minute with some uh, other stuff. Yep. All right. So, I got a couple quick ones. Yeah, um, I have one, too. The, the first one I have is that Beetlejuice... Trying to marry Lydia was actually his way of helping her deal with her wanting to kill herself. Okay, good guy Beetlejuice? Yeah, so he's a former civil servant. Um, he has, you know, been around this whole death-suicide thing a right. lot. All his coworkers killed themselves. Yeah. So, like, he has an aversion, maybe, to people killing themselves. Doesn't <laughs> want he her just to hates see, those people. Doesn't want her to see her, her end up like him, because he had to have killed himself. And apparently, in the original screenplay, he hanged himself because of a broken heart. Oh. And so he doesn't want her to end up that way. So he's trying to like gross her into staying alive. <laughs> Success? <laughs> it worked. Even though it required everyone else to do a lot of stuff to keep them from getting married. Yeah. So apparently when he meets her, um, she says, I want to die. And he says, why? And like apparently if you look at him in that second, he's like actually concerned. Like, oh, that's or, not cool. Or at least curious, yeah. Yeah. So maybe he did it out of a sympathy thing. That's an interesting thought. I mean, he's gross and all, and he's a perv, but he doesn't actually do anything sexual at her. Yeah, not to her. Yeah, I mean, he goes into a whorehouse and just like, hell yeah, and then <laughs> feels up the random legs, but he never actually does anything sexual to her, so maybe he's just trying to be a good guy. That's not a... That's interesting. It's not about It's a Tim Burton logic. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make sense in yeah. his universe. All right, what do you got? I have um, that Adam and Barbara didn't die in an accident but that the accident was actually uh, their murder. Your theory can work with my next theory. So it's it's it, the theory goes that they they had turned down Jane, their desperate realtor, realtor mm-hmm. so many times, just uh, in her case, like baselessly, right? Not wanting to sell the house. Mm-hmm. So she cuts the brake line on their car when they go into town, which is why they couldn't stop when they veered under the bridge. She could have just hit the brakes but then they couldn't go over and the damage to the car was hidden by when it fell over into the river that's fair uh and and she had and they say they think that she did this for the massive commission because she has that weird sickly child maybe she's an animagus that is possible that is possible but yeah that's the theory that this theory works with that one the theory is that jane's barbara's sister oh wow yeah 
because we uh, we dressed this earlier. How'd she sell the house without the family coming to do all this shit? Because she's the next of kin. Oh, fuck. That's the, that makes why the murder so, one so much better. That's why she's so at home just walking over there and be like, hey, yeah, you want to sell your house yet? No, fuck yeah, she off. She just walked in without and being then she in. she just yeah. stands at the mirror or, or the, uh, the window to fuck yeah. with her, her brother-in-law. It makes sense. Um, she's got a different last name, but Barbara's married. So we don't know her maid. Barbara's name. married too, and that yeah. uh, and Jane is probably married. She has a yeah. kid. And apparently, if you actually listen to the dialogue in the movie, uh, Lydia says, "What happened to the people who used to live here?" And the little girl in Jane's car says, "They drowned." And Jane says, "Yes, they were family. I was devastated." Oh wow! Yeah, and she says, "I also single handedly decorated that house." What kind of realtor decorates a house? Many, unless it's your sister. Well, no, there's a hand. There's there's many that'll help you. They'll help you stage it. I've never heard of one doing it after you buy a house. That's when true. When you're selling That's a house, true. stage it. That's true. Unless it's your sister. Damn. Yeah. So her sister may have killed her and set all this in motion. Oh, damn. That's shit. And she gets out scot-free mm-hmm. because she gets the commission for the house. We assume. <laughs> yeah. And you know they overpaid for that thing. Oh, yeah. Well, actually, that was the whole premise. They well, they saw overpay. it on sight unseen. Yeah. yeah. It was on pictures only. Yep. So yeah, those are those are fucking cool. Uh, yeah. What's your favorite part of Beetlejuice? Um, it's iconic as fuck. There's okay. so many. I grant you. There's so many costumes from this movie that are fantastic that you see it. The too. cosplay that you see from this movie yeah. is fantastic. I, no, I I can't take that away from. There's it. great props. It's if the Burton verse is just so recognizable but so diverse at the same time that they have that aesthetic of like black and white stripes shows up a lot and like bright green and gross dead stuff but yeah. not scary it's it's gross and weird without being too scary it's, it's unsettling not, it's only scary to children it's unsettling yeah it puts you on your toes and it forces you to watch the movie and that's tim burton's aesthetic and that's why i love it but um just the lines in this movie are great the rules i mean he's got the same rules as bloody mary yeah yeah yeah, like, yeah yeah it's a lot of just like cool little things that <clears throat> on their own wouldn't be anything but in one package like this it just makes it it's just a fun movie man yeah, it's a good it's a really fun movie yeah, it's a good point yeah it's quotable it's fun the characters are all outland the only normal people are the ghosts yeah the and that, two ghosts and it's definitely on purpose they're the that. only two normal people in the movie everyone else is a fucking weirdo caricature of a real person like yeah it's a topsy-turvy fucking weird land topsy-turvy fucking weirdland. there you go that's why i love this movie all right what about you what'd you like I like the lore. I like like the the rules of the afterlife. Yeah, and I like that it's all just bureaucratic, because bu- bureaucracy is what makes the world go round, right? Yep. And it's like it doesn't stop when you die. It, it, there's no escape. There's from literally there's literally no escape <laughs> from from bureaucracy yep. and and that's or capitalism. They sold your house or capitalism because yep. even when you're dead, they're gonna get some money out of you. Yep. Uh, so I liked I like those stuck themes. on that commies. <laughs> Uh, death is a preferable alternative to communism well, and they, indeed we they died so yeah <laughs> uh yeah what uh what don't you like about it um that's a loaded question i can't think of anything i'll, I'll think while you're answering, uh, I just... more my more michael keaton i wish there was more michael keaton yeah uh, i hate to complain especially the especially because like it's his eponymous movie it's named beetlejuice yeah and uh, Okay, I don't know. Right, it, how about this? I, I will I say this: it came around at the end for me. Yeah, I don't understand the sandworm 
other planet thing. I don't think like, you're supposed to. I think that's a representation of purgatory, I guess, but it's a really weird one. I just like, like the fact that Tim she Burton's, tames one of those fucking demons like, you at You know, the there's end. that theory that like hell and purgatory are both just wrapped around your brain. Like okay. your own personal hell is a theory, you know, stuff like that. Sure, sure. So maybe this is what Tim Burton's purgatory looks like. Also, Dante's Inferno, weird. purgatory is just the first level of hell. Yeah. Well, uh not purgatory, uh I can't remember now. What's the other name for purgatory? I don't know. I'm not Catholic. I, I don't either. Anyway. But I think this is Michael Burton's version of uh, a neutral afterlife that involves sandworms. Yeah, because why not have a Dune reference? Sure. Yeah. So, yeah. The Bene Gesserit. So that's, uh, that's Beetlejuice. Don't say it a third time. Beetlejuice. Fuck. <laughs> All right, nerds. We'll see you next week. All right, guys, thanks for listening to The Fluent Nerd. Please go ahead and join us next week. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The Fluent Nerd. If you like what you heard, go ahead and leave us a five-star review wherever you're getting your podcasts. Also, tell your friends about us. Seriously, text one right now or shout if you happen to be in public. You can send your feedback, show ideas, or behind-the-scenes stories to thefluentnerd at gmail.com. And we want to give a very special thanks to our musical talent, Sean Ryan. Check him out on Instagram, SoundCloud, and Facebook. And we'll see you guys next week. Nah, I'm feeling a little uh, ooh, anxious, if you know what I mean. It's been about 600 years, after all. I wonder where a guy, an uh, everyday Joe like myself, could find a little action. All right, Rick. <laughs> Rick is busy. You're a piece of shit, Barbara. One shot. One shot. Boom! (laughs) I am Beetlejuice.